only thing they talk about in these movies and NOS. Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. A podcast that exists to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals. And we're doing our most requested series ever from people and even guests. Yeah. And once again, we're joined with by Rachel Quirkyshank to talk about a movie that you chose. I did. Out yeah. of all of them. You were yes. the first email we sent, and this the, was what yeah. you chose. I, I dibsed it, this one, <laughs> for real. That's not <laughs> a joke. You were like, which one do you want to do? I'm like, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Absolutely. Without question. I remember last time you were on for, was it Batman? What was it? Which Batman movie? Batman, Batman and, Robin? and Robin. Yes. Batman and Robin. I remember yes. a, a brilliant film. Yes. We forget. all agreed upon yes. it. We stand. And I can't remember if this is on the episode or the, if this was post-recording, but you had mentioned that you had, I don't know if you had recently seen Fast and Furious, but you had been like converted, like it's so good and you love it. And we, I think even at that time we were like, really? Because that's like our most requested series. We've never seen it. We don't get it. Yes. And here you are to help us understand the series. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad to join you at this point in your yes. journey because... Boy, oh boy, do, do you have one ahead of you? A journey, I mean, holy shit. I'm sorry, holy socks, I forget. Can we curse here? I oh, forget. you can curse, you can curse. Oh, thank yeah. goodness, because it's, it gets so fucking wild. <laughs> from, like, from here, like, I was watching this movie and was just thinking about, like, where it is in the chronology of the franchise versus its chronology within release date. And then just because I was trying to refresh myself, just going from like Tokyo Drift happens and then everything gets insane. And it just does, it's like this cognitive dissonance between like, wow, this Tokyo Drift movie sure is real grounded in, <laughs> wow. in oh, reality. Okay. Okay. Boy, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, in, in case you don't know, listener, and you just decided to click and you didn't read the title, we're talking about the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yes. And this, so for me, this was the first and only movie I had seen in this franchise mm -hmm. up to us covering it. And that was an interesting and weird experience. How old were you? I would have been in middle school. Okay. And I remember thinking that it was quite boring. At the okay. time. For now, a seventh grader? Granted, I'm remembering that we did watch it on a TV that was maybe a little bit bigger than an iPad at the time. <laughs> okay. You know how you know how it was back in the day. Yeah. Not everybody, you know, we didn't have 60-inch TVs and stuff. So watched it in my sister's bedroom with my sister. And I think we both didn't really like it. And I think it was both of ours only experience. <laughs> and I, I felt a little validated. Okay. Uh, because in my in my research, I came across across a quote from the guy who directed the first movie. Okay. And he was critical of this movie, and he said, "quote If you were to just watch Tokyo Drift, you'd say I never want to see anything related <laughs> to Fast and Furious again." <laughs> and I guess I proved that correct. I guess. Wow, that is pretty critical. He hated and, this movie, and that is <laughs> and that is coming off the heels of Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. The Which is definitely worse than this movie. Forgettable oh, movie yeah. of the franchise, I would yeah. say. 
That uh, at this point, people have listened to that episode. Yes, and that is probably our shortest episode. And we had so much to say, but when we were done recording, we were just like, I guess that's it. <laughs> I yeah. have nothing else. I have no more energy to put into this movie. So, yeah, that was my first experience. That last night was your first experience. Last night was my first. Ex- any movie in the series is my first experience. Yeah. So let's. I mean, can you take us through your little fast? Hit us fast and hit us furious, Rachel. I will do it too fast and too furious. (laughs) I watched the first Fast and Furious uh, movie uh, when it aired um, to the masses. uh, I believe on on VHS or DVD, whichever was the popular medium at the time. My mother loves action movies, so that was just kind of like where we were. Um, I hadn't touched the franchise since, um, but after, uh, you know, becoming friends with... uh, Fast and Furious uh, apostate himself, Patrick H. Willems, um, <laughs> was slowly convinced to give these movies an- another go. Um, yeah. You know, you can, you can only watch someone be so excited about a movie series before you go, I need to figure out why this person looks absolutely giddy every time they mention this. Um <laughs> But I remembered not really super loving the first Fast and Furious movie. Um, So when I went to start my my watch, my franchise watch, I did start with Tokyo Drift. Because I was like, I think this one's going to be close enough to like the the fever pitch zenith that we're going to get to through this franchise yeah but is going to be disconnected enough from it that i think if i start with this one and go okay i can get in this for the cars i could do the whole series so i did Uh um i i i really liked it as an entry point even though what a buck wild decision (laughs) for me to make yeah yeah, yeah. starting with the third movie yeah that ends up becoming like chronologically the eighth movie okay so okay Hmm. this yeah this doesn't make sense to me as ready uh, (laughs) yeah boy oh boy so they do try and weave this into the rich tapestry that is ff yes yes okay yeah this does end up existing within the canon uh-huh. In ways you will you you will never expect. <laughs> yeah, okay. I will. Holy say. shit! In ways you will <laughs> never expect. I, when I was looking up the actors, I noticed that several of them of the main cast were had a, had a credit in F nine. Mm-hmm. I think, and I was just like, I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> right now. Unless they're just like doing a ton of flashbacks. I don't I I think I've heard that they so badly, but I can't. So this is torturous. I just can't. You're gonna have so much fun, or you're gonna be so so angry. I don't know which way it's gonna go. Yeah. um, Can I say too? I I know. I know some things about because. Okay. So so much like what you said, except for having the personal connection, because I'm not personal friends with Patrick H. Willems. But I, a big fan, watched the YouTube videos, and I watched his um, Why the Fast and Furious is Great video mm-hmm. a long time ago, and I'd still only seen Tokyo Drift. And that was that was a point for me where I was like, oh, so maybe these are good, because I, I trust his opinion, and even if I don't agree with him all the time, I'm like, okay, I get what he's saying or what this video is mm-hmm. about or whatever. Um, so that was sort of a turning point 
for me and how I viewed them. Because I always viewed them as those are like those trashy movies and I'm too good for them. Yeah. So. But. Okay. Sorry, sorry. No, it's and okay. and then and then listening to Blank Check, I know that the Blank Check guys love yeah. uh, Fast and Furious as well. So I was like, there's got to be something. Yeah. Because those are three really smart film watchers, uh, Patrick and those two guys. There's got to be something. And then when you were on our episode, it was kind of like, okay, there's got to be something. Yeah. And Please I. Please be something. The, the, I'm still waiting for there to be something. Out, it's hammered down. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go yeah, go ahead, Jordan. For, you were gonna me, say something. Okay. The the <laughs> the car stuff was cool. The story was probably the best story so far. I didn't like the movie very much, but as we're we're getting into like we're in the big race scene at the end, and you and I, you Micah, you and I were just saying like, man, it just sucks that Vin Diesel wasn't in the last one. And like, I can't believe I'm saying I want Vin Diesel in a movie. Like, that's yeah. just crazy. And then you get to the end of this movie and they're like, someone here wants to race you. The new DK wants or whatever. And I whatever. was so upset we at were, how excited I got. I was so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so annoying. Yeah, and I'm like, is this what the series is the whole time? Like, I'm just not really enjoying it. And then they bring back a character and I'm just so excited. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's partially that, yeah. uh, for sure. It's definitely this is the movie where you realize that the Fast and the Furious franchise just it is Vin Diesel. Like, yeah. Sure. yeah, the way the way his appearance right there at the very end makes you feel, and mm -hmm. like, luckily, the people making this realize that. So, like, yeah. the next one is going to be a real nice like soft reboot and we're gonna get all the people back in place that you liked good, from the good, first okay. one um because like they're still kind of trying to figure out what this is you know they just did yeah. one standalone with paul walker then they're like okay something about that's not working so they're like what if we you know go more anthology with it you know like this is right. a universe of cars um and then w once they key into what it what really is great about this which is that sort of found family mm -hmm. theme you know like which i think they start keying into on this one with like han and yeah. sean's relationship yeah. you know the garage and yeah that sort of idea of like outsiders no longer being outsiders because they have each other, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then it's just like, what if they just are really, really good at cars? And that's it, you know? Like, from here, it's just like, <laughs> they're a family. They're good at cars. Let's just go and see what happens. Um, I love this movie, though, because it's... <laughs> It's it's such an anime in the dumbest yeah. way where it's, yeah. I love it. I, I cannot help but just be like, I love how stupid this movie is. How little so, it cares about its plot just to get us to the car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, Amazing. Is Would you say that it's normal for us to feel the way we feel? As in the first movie we felt like is a not so great point break, but it's fun. Yeah. But kind of a bad movie. Mm -hmm. The second movie is really bad, but Tyrese a, rules. Like yeah. And then this movie, we're like, are we gonna like any of these? Is that a normal? Are we on a normal path so far? Yeah. Again, again, it's why I started with Tokyo Drift okay. because I knew the first two. I was like, I know I need to watch them because they're gonna put characters in my mind that I mm -hmm. need to remember for the rest of this. But I knew Tokyo Drift was just fun, dumb with cars. Mm -hmm. And I'm just uh -huh. like, I okay. want to know that that's the promise 
of yeah. what we're getting. And this one is the first kind of like understanding the fundamentals and showing them in enough like this one feels like the proof of concept where it's just like fuck it cars let's go yeah They're fast yeah. it's fun to watch them mm-hmm. and watch people race them and then just like up the stakes mm-hmm. with just like cars go fast now cars go fast with like x situation or y situation <laughs> yeah, and i can't okay. go on because yeah. i don't want to ruin this for you but just like <laughs> this oh. this one feels like they get what the core of this is and then they're yeah. just gonna take what works and run you got know it. okay got it yeah. and drive so you really. should you should yeah take take it and drive uh <laughs> crank up the nos get on yes. get on out of here drift drift to your heart's content um, yeah, so no, you are in a pr- a pretty like relatable place with the franchise because okay. it just that, hasn't it cool. hasn't figured itself out yet, and it's starting yeah. to. Yeah, this this movie to me feels the way that Mission Impossible Two feels to Mission Impossible potentially, where it's like that movie Mission Impossible Two is doing all these bad decisions about mm-hmm. how to treat the character of Ethan Hunt, and then after that they've learned what not to do. And so then, like, the rest of the movies rule. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's what this is, where it's like, okay, we worked out all the kinks. We did nail the cars, because I think this one, the races look the best so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the drifting, I mean, it's hard to not think it's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Um, So... It feels like they figured that out, but they haven't. Maybe they haven't. Like you're saying, they're they're not quite there with the characters and family aspect. Because everyone says that this is all about family, and I'm like, huh, haven't haven't felt that yet. But it sounds like everything is coming. First movie, very much so. (laughs) Yeah, the first movie only. I just want another barbecue. Yeah. That's what I yeah, want. Apparently, we're going to get a lot of don't those. Don't worry. There's there's going to be Corona. There's going to be barbecues. <laughs> yeah, right. Corona. Yeah. So you can have, you any, can beer. have, a beer. <laughs> have any beer you, you like, as long as it's Corona. Yeah. <laughs> we need to then. get some for the rest of the movies, I think. We do. You yeah. truly do. Now is the that's, time to Corona up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and talk about cheap. I mean, that's a cheap beer to get. So, that sure. I mean, that's not going to break the bank. Yeah. Just grab a couple of limes. You're done. <laughs> Night on the town. So... Let's talk about the people behind this. Oh, I'm so excited. Because another big part of this that I was seeing is, funny enough, so this movie, my kind of reading and take on this is this is like the plot and the idea of a direct-to-DVD sequel to a series that shouldn't be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and weirdly enough, like this crew kind of goes on to make the rest of the movies. Okay, yeah. Which is just odd because typic- in typical fashion, you know, like if you look at other series, a lot of times it's like, okay, we got back Rob Cohen or something to do for. But this is like Justin Lin takes the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Justin Lin becomes sort of like the guy. Like when Justin comes back for whichever subsequent movies, because I don't think he does five. I think Well, some- he does He does uh, four, five, six, and nine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, like, I remember the hype of Nine and him coming back, and I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, so it's, he does four, five, six, yeah. James Wan does seven. Seven, yeah. And then there's, uh, I, I think F. Gary Gray does eight, mm-hmm. and then Hobbs and Shaw's David Leach, the other John Wick director. Oh, okay. 
And then Justin Lin comes back for nine. For nine, yeah. Okay. And part 10, part one, and part two that are huh? coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so slow. I'm, I'm so glad to be here with you at this portion because, like, yeah. oh, my God. I just feel like we're putting in the hardest work to be put in right now in the series, which I guess it's like, I guess glad that it's the beginning and not like going through Hannibal. And by the end of it, we were pulling our hair out. Yeah, where it starts so good. And it just gets and so then it gets bad worse so and worse. Yeah, this yeah, one. This one's the opposite of yeah, the impression I get. Definitely a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Justin Lin does those movies. He also did Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. And then he did mm -hmm. another movie I'm going to mention later in the notes before this movie. Um, and it's written by Chris Morgan, who uh, wrote Wanted. Uh, he writes four, five, six, seven, eight, and the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Wow. Um, the cinematography is by Stephen F. Winden, who did five, six, seven, eight, and nine. And also, uh, Kevin Costner's The Postman, just as another <laughs> side note. Okay. And then Brian Tyler did the music in this, and we just talked about him because on our episode of Scream, he did the new music in oh, Scream. Oh, cool. Um, and... Actually, this was the first time in the series that I felt like the music was keying into something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I felt like Brian Tyler was getting it. Yeah. And and the fact that it's a different composer, I was like, oh, cool. I really was feeling that. Yeah. It did get to a point where toward the end where I'm just like, okay, you know, let's let's you know, I've heard the electronic drums only so much. Let's <laughs> let's do something else here. But I think he's doing something. Yeah. And it feels very. Very cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, the other thing, speaking of music, so my sister and I, you know, watch this movie together, and there's a song in this movie. I believe the song is called Tokyo Drift, and it's the one where it's like, um, yeah, where every time they're in like the garage, where yeah. it's like, yes, and they and uh, they say the name of the movie. Yeah, they say it. Fast and Furious. Yeah, that you know. one. My sister and I definitely bought that on iTunes Hell and yeah. we listened to it all the time. So we were like, don't like the movie, but love, love this the song. song. <laughs> and I think it holds up. It's a pretty cool song. It's, I'm into that it. That bop comes on when they're first getting to <laughs> the underground racing that Sean finds in a day. Um, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, hours. I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah. I was already ready, but I'm glad that this movie is also ready. This movie's so over its own premise. It's like, we just want to get to the cars. It's fine. We yeah. get it. We oh, get so, it. I mean, we all know that he was going to find cars, even though his dad's like, you find a car, you're going back home to jail. And he's like, okay, yeah. um, I'm going to go find a car. I the law works in this regard. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. go to juvie or go to Japan. <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> We'll drop well, all the charges if you just leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're that dangerous because you drive around. Um, the, another cool thing that the composer did um, that I'm just putting together now is at the beginning of the movie when they're in America, it's like this heavy rock music. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then not only does the soundtrack change, but also the music becomes more like techno-y and more clubby sounding. Yeah. Especially when he yeah. gets in the cars. And that really works. Yeah, yeah. I think so, so too. Music gets a hard pass from me. Great. Or no, that means bad. It gets a it passes. It passes. A plus. <laughs> hard. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um the movie comes out June 
16th of 2006. <laughs> it does. It does. It, <laughs> yes. Don't worry. This movie came out in 2006. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you further uh, about its time dilation in regards to this franchise. So, Well, I can tell you something kind of funny and ironic. This movie opened number three, which is not where you want your blockbuster to open. Yeah. Um, but it was behind two other movies. Okay. Uh, number two in the box office that weekend was Nacho Libre. Wow. Which yeah, is crazy. I get it. Because Jack Black, like. Yeah. Also, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then the number one movie, here's where the irony comes in. It's a movie by Pixar called Cars. <laughs> <laughs> was number one at the box office oh that's delicious <laughs> <laughs> the animated car movie beats out the car anime movie uh, yeah you love to wow. see it that's got to be in the uh, liner notes for this episode i got to remember to write that down <laughs> that was good thank you um but so this movie has a a, a 85 million dollar budget and domestically it's a bomb makes 62 million dollars oh, wow. in the u.s Worldwide, it makes 157, so it does a little bit better. And this one is kind of viewed, from what I could tell, as like at this once once this movie comes out, they're like, we don't know what to do with this. There might not be more. That was kind of a failure. Remember, number two was also a lot lower than the first movie. I can't believe they made more movies. It is kind of insane. Yeah, especially and like I said, the last episode, we're not like crazy full on franchise world yet. Right. And they still made more movies. That's crazy. I mean, this is 2006. Iron Man hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So this is not like, we're not obsessed with franchises to the degree we are now. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely a very like transitory franchise where you can watch like our pop culture change over time yeah. just through the yeah. lens of this film series because like this was being point break. You know, you're very mm -hmm. like. Or late 90s, early 2000s, mm -hmm. like cop espionage, action-y yes. kind of deal. And 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 then you and then you get past this and it's just like heists and, and shit and <laughs> continuing to just like level up these characters to like insane OP status. So <laughs> Well, and you did say a magic word that that makes my eyes light up, and that's the word heist. So Oh yeah, I there's a heist or two. <laughs> to deal with i do know that there's a giant safe in these but i don't want to say anything in case jordan hasn't heard about the giant safe yeah. i've heard of zero things cool cool yeah and i think i saw a trailer where they're like in antarctica at one point but i'm not <laughs> sure yeah i remember laughing in the theaters every time that trailer played and i remember you but, saying at one point this is years ago we're like one of the a new movies coming out uh -huh. and you're like when are they going to space because that's the next thing yeah. that they can do I think when I saw the Antarctica thing, I said, they got to go to space. And on an old podcast that I had with a friend, uh, I pitched Fast and Furious 10 before I'd seen any of these movies wow. for Tokyo Drift. Wow. And mm -hmm. from what I hear, I think <laughs> I haven't yeah. been far off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe everyone thought that. But, uh, I, you know, it, it, it has been a theory that has been bandied about that, uh, that space, you're not the only people to think space. Yeah. The final frontier <laughs> for this franchise. Yeah. Until they get in the multiverse and they show up with all the Spider-Men and stuff like that. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and then and then like Boba Fett crawls out of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> yeah, and hops yeah. in, hops in an American muscle car. Yeah, <laughs> goes you know to what? Meet his buddy Vin. Okay, <laughs> hanging out. So, do you do either of you know about the Japanese titles for these movies? No, I think I looked it up, but I have forgotten. They're very funny. Um, and I'm only going to go through the first three, but I think they all they continue this weird trend of not naming them Fast and Furious. But oh, the, okay. the first movie is called Wild Speed. Okay. Second movie is Wild Speed 2. Cool. Okay. And this is Wild Speed 3. Wow. But I think it Very starts simple. getting weirder as we go. And um, I'll, we'll be tracking that on this I year like podcast. Wild Speed. Wild Speed's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Chris Morgan, the the writer originally pitched Vin Diesel in Tokyo learning to drift and solving a murder. Hey. Ooh. Solving a murder? <laughs> I guess so. Wow. Which, hey, I love a good detective story, so that might have worked for me. Um, <laughs> this is this all of all of this is incredibly difficult. I didn't realize how hard having this conversation with you at the beginning of this franchise is going our, to be because you keep dropping buckwild things that could happen in the franchise and it's just like they do happen you yeah, don't I'm even probably know. right like you don't you so can't. our listeners are probably just laughing at us right now <laughs> i hope they're laughing with or like yeah. me laughing through sheer just like oh my they precious no summer children <laughs> We know nothing. It's kind of wild, too, that, like, just through osmosis, we haven't, like, somehow consumed all of these movies and know what they're all about. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I watched I watched Patrick Willem's video, and he explains, like, the whole series, and I, I think I just kind of forgot all the stuff because it's like, I don't really have an attachment. I'm just eating lunch and, like, watching his video, so yeah. I'm just going to throw Maybe this on. you were focusing more, I'm assuming he was talking more about, like, story points, character development, like, why those things are important to the series, and maybe you you, you grabbed onto that more. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Also, I have to watch it again. It's also very different between being told how a fight goes yes. and watching the fight. Not, to, yeah. not yes. to bring up pro wrestling, but, like, someone could tell <laughs> you how a title match went on Wednesday yeah. Night Dynamite, but like you watching one person power slam another person like five times in a row, you're gonna remember that a lot more than someone just saying. And then he and then he got choke slammed six times because you're just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's true. There's so much like viscerally to latch onto in this franchise because this franchise from here on out does not know how to go. Is this too much? Yeah, they don't ask that That's, anymore. They go. That is my expectation. It, you know what? It, it's fine. It's not. Too, it's, and I like that. Not too much. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not okay. too so, much. Good. And I mean, we. This is the three of us are people that argue that Batman and Robin is a good, great movie. Yeah. Even so, I'm hoping that means that the rest of these we're just like, yes, bombastic. Let's go. Yeah. You and I are lovers of bombastic. Definitely. Oh, boy, then I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad you're watching this franchise, then. So the producer of this movie, Neil Moritz, I just, I was kind of confused because, like, who is Justin Lin before this? Mm -hmm. Like, why did they choose him? He has this quote, after I'd seen his movie Better Luck Tomorrow, um, which was, a a, like, obviously not a huge movie, um, I knew Justin was a director I wanted to do business with. He was the first we approached, and he loved the idea of filming it. 
Cool. So they got him right away. And but better luck tomorrow is quote the film is about Asian American overachievers who become bored with their lives and enter a world of petty crime and material excess. Now the interesting thing is Soon Kang. The actor who plays Han mm -hmm. yeah. is in that movie, yes. and he plays a character named Han in that movie. Oh. And there's Same people character. who kind of fill in the blanks that, you know, that's like him before Tokyo Drift. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. So this movie is kind of a weird crossroads between, like, a couple movie franchises. Um, what's really fun. Oh, what, what it, else you got? Oh, just those two, like how it's Fast and Furious, oh, and oh. then also yeah, sort of like yeah. this Han character being pulled in. Of a yeah. similar of a similar ilk, and uh, d d you did know that in uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, Han is a smoker, and because they didn't want to have him smoking in this movie because of its like you know like it's kind of it's kind of for kids I guess, but not super sure you know. So of. instead, they yeah. just like make him snack a bunch. So like, oh. it's sometimes well, it's like he quit yeah debated that like he quit smoking <laughs> between this and that, and that's why he's always like eating a snack. Um, <laughs> Okay, oh, but also, okay. who knows? Who cares? That... Time doesn't matter in this franchise. <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't. We said that he's the Brad Pitt of the movie because he has something to eat the whole time. Yeah, and then we also said definite that oceans vibes. He's got beautiful hair. Yeah, beautiful hair, just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was a good. He did a good job too. Yeah, he's as, a, as a <laughs> as a man who's balding. I was I was seething with jealousy this whole movie. <laughs> it's okay, man. Um, okay, so I got a couple more here. Um, Lynn was originally not enthusiastic about the earlier drafts of the script. Uh, he said, I think it's offensive and dated, and I don't have any intention of doing it. Wow. So he made sure that uh, it became, at least at the time, not offensive. Yeah. I don't know where we land on that now, but... Um, and I guess it's, r like, really hard to get permits in Tokyo, so <laughs> they... He says, I wanted to shoot in Shibuya, which is the most crowded place in Tokyo. The cops, they're also so polite, so it takes 10 minutes for them to come over and kick you out. But unknown to Lynn, the studio had hired a fall guy who stepped in when the police came to arrest him and said he was the director and spent the night in jail instead. What? They had a <laughs> fall guy? Yeah. They did that? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I love it. Amazing. I mean, that makes me like the movie a little more. Yeah. That's crazy. They, they just hired a guy to be like, you want to spend a night in jail? You just do yeah. this thing for us. Yeah. I mean, I'd do it. That's crazy. Well, maybe I wouldn't. That sounds scary. But it probably <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be. He also, said they're polite. Yeah. Like, I think, a, like, a Tokyo jail is probably a lot different than an American jail. Probably um, like a holding cell yeah. for yeah. a night. You know. And then, so this is, this is IMDb trivia, so take it with a grain of salt. Okay. But apparently the studio thought Paul Walker was too old, and that's why they didn't even approach him with this movie. Well, that doesn't make sense. I know, especially because this guy looks like he's 35, although I found out he was 23. Yeah. Wow. He looks older than us, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's, he just looks like he's he's gone through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's like being a time traveler. It's wild to sit here. I love this. And audience, Rachel uh, uh, turned away from her mic and and was was laughing that hard that she had to turn away and and bend over out of frame for a second. Yep, just to, just to keep it all in because there's so much to tell you. Does so much? Does that you to know. actor come back? Can you can you spoil I, he, that? For he us? has a credit in F9. He does. That's yeah. what I saw. And I didn't want to look further into anything. Yeah, and if and I but, not to get okay. not to, I'm you can obviously look at cast lists and stuff, but like Han yeah. 
plays a much larger role in the Fast franchise. Again, like each of these three movies kind of pick up things uh-huh. okay. along the way, like a little Katamari ball of what works in a Fast movie. And like Han is definitely <laughs> yeah. one of those figures you know like half of my watch was just like where are we in time with this because han is here i'm so confused okay um i hope that's not too spoilery but like i do okay. no. that that's my best way to like proselytize like if you like han <laughs> like please keep going because like i do like him he they was great do so they do a lot with han like he is definitely not just yeah. like Vin says he's like was part of the crew and like that's all you know like you really see like that i do bond, like that you know yeah because at the okay. end when he was like he said that Han was they him and I go him they go way back. Yeah, I just thought like I want I wonder what stories they could tell together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, does does the main character Sean does he he has a credit in F nine that oh. I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know what that him means. Too. Okay, that's what I saw. Yeah, and I won't tell you anymore because I could tell you everything. Yeah, but like, and, yeah. don't yeah. like if you didn't like <laughs> Sean, don't worry. If you did like Sean, don't worry. <laughs> yeah great that's kind of how i felt i i i thought i thought his performance was actually i would say good mm-hmm. i think he's good in this movie i think he's better than paul walker in the last two movies i agree with personally that. i agree with that i i'm still hoping paul walker steps up to a point where i would apparently cry at the end of seven because i don't feel like that's even on the table at all except for just the sadness of a human being dying well of course yeah. but uh but this guy i was like okay I get your deal. Uh, to me, he showed up and did his job. <laughs> yeah, that's he a was good not way bad. to describe it. He was not great he, for me. He yeah. he used the power of friendship and apologizing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more note, and then my part of this is done. Um, so there were poor test screenings to this movie, and Vin Diesel said, okay, I'll do a cameo. Okay. But I'm only going to do a cameo if you don't pay me, but you give me the rights to the Riddick series. Whoa. And as we so know. Same studio? Uh, yeah, Universal. Okay. Um, so as we know, Vin Diesel did not do f- too fast because one, he didn't like the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And then two, he was like, no, I'm doing this other series. And so I think, and also knowing the fact that Vin Diesel loves D and D and plays D and D all the time, he does. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I he has didn't know a tattoo that. of the name of his like Dungeons and Dragons character. Wow, yeah. I didn't know he, that. He, yeah. That's interesting. He also based a movie off of the last uh, Witch Hunter. I think is based. That's off right. Of, That's based like on his character, yeah, right? Like I think. No way. I think so. That's so cool. Hold on. I'm here. But you keep, while you keep doing this. I, I'm, I'm here to help to be the guy at the desk. Uh. Yeah, yeah, the guy in the chair. <laughs> um, so he, yeah, he loves D&D. So thinking about how there's this weird like sci-fi fantasy series. Yes. And he has a little more, at least at this time, more passion for that than Fast and Furious. Yes. Mm-hmm. That totally tracks. And I think we got to put it on the docket for us to cover soon because there are three of those movies. and Which we talked about in the last episode. We're up for it. Yeah, we wanna, haven't we seen any of them, them, but there's something very intriguing about them. So I yeah. think we got to cover it just to unlock the Vin Diesel of it all. Yes. So that's what I got for notes. Wow. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Yeah, it says yeah. Um, the main character in this movie was partly based on his old Dungeons and Dragons character Melkor, who was a witch hunter. He used one of the third-party Dungeons and Dragons books to create the character class, as he loved being a ranger type. But he also used a few spells too. So he being Vin Diesel. 
who plays uh-huh. D&D. Uh-huh. And and wow. literally I think I, I I feel I can say this. You'll notice that as this fast franchise goes on. Oh wow. I like <laughs> like what I'm saying, they become like OP and they level up. They're truly just doing a, a shit ton of just like dumb TTRPG bullshit. Just like what's the next okay. what's the next adventure in our car-based campaign? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is good news for me. Yeah. That's- yeah. That makes me like Vin Diesel a little bit more. Not that yeah, I didn't like him or had, anything. It's just he's kind of hard for me. Mm-hmm. We've Although had a complicated relationship with him. Yeah, he's a complicated guy. Like, to yeah, sort of. But like, learning he's a D and D guy, yeah. it's kind of like that he's makes, potentially that's, someone that we could hang out with. How weird is that to say? Of muscular men, he's probably the most likely that we could hold a conversation. Yeah, with. just don't let him at you on like Instagram because that's rude. <laughs> anyway that's what i got take okay. it away jordan tell Just us about those go actors. a little bit over the actors so lucas black plays sean so he's also in sling blade 42 friday night lights ncis and promised land among several other things and that is his accent that is okay okay i saw i was looking cut <laughs> He looks so much like Peyton and Eli Manning that I was trying to find out if he was a Manning. And he has their like he, specific accent. And so he's not from the the brief looking up that I saw. Like in his trivia, there was no like cousin of or yeah. anything either. No secret Manning. But here, no. He looks like Manning. Manning and Eminem had a baby, and it kind of freaked me out the whole movie. It's a, it's weird. <laughs> But I saw, like, in his <laughs> trivia, there was... Rachel's thinking it through right now. <laughs> yep. I saw that for one movie, uh, he didn't get this role or was... Yeah, I think he didn't get a role for a certain movie because he was unwilling to lose his accent. Oh, okay. And then I also saw he had no formal acting training. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, well, it kind of makes sense to me. Okay. Um, and then Bow Wow, who is credited on IMDb as Shad Moss now. So he went from Lil Bow Wow... To Bow Wow, to now Shad Moss. Shad Moss. I guess. Okay. I believe uh, it. Yeah. He is in Like Mike, of course. Everybody knows that. Uh, Scary Movie 5, Big Mama's House, and he's also right now in CSI Cyber. There's yeah. a CSI Cyber? Yeah. And he's a big, big player in it, I guess. He's on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> I like the trend of of rappers like going into criminal shows because you have like uh, ice tea is in um law and order. law and order and maybe those are the only two i i, I, I think there's another one though that, that is in another show like that you're probably right yeah. i can't remember for sure though um, i don't watch those shows so. <laughs> and then natalie kelly who plays neela she is also in vampire diaries take me home tonight to catch a scott to catch a spy in the baker and the beauty and then Brian T, who is DK, is in Jurassic World, Wolverine, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. And then he is in Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. Okay. He is Chicago. He's big Chicago. And then Han. So he got exiled too. <laughs> Hold on a second, because my phone autocorrected. And I want to get the name correct. I think it's Soon Kang, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Um, so mine auto-corrected to King at one point, and I was okay. like, no. So he's also in Bolt to the Head, Liz- Lizzie's Story, Snakehead, Raya, and The Last Dragon, Power, Code 8. And he's in a lot of other things, of course, like <laughs> Many a, of that the movie you said as well. Yes. 
that any too. of the fast movies okay that's i i knew he was in nine but i didn't know he was in many of them yeah i don't like i don't get this I don't get this, Rachel. Oh, but. <laughs> nor do I. But do I mind? Nah. I'm not worried. That's it. Just don't be worried about it. Okay. Don't be worried about okay. the franchise. I'll try. Okay. Try not yeah. to worry. All right. It'll do you good. Just know there are a bunch of nerds who like the cars and just want to do dumb things with cars <laughs> for fun. Well, well one of my favorite at so now we're getting into the movie. Yes. And one of my favorite aspects of the movie is how Sean's obsession with cars is treated like he's addicted to a cars. substance or something mm-hmm. like he's that. He's addicted to NOS. It's like when he sees his dad and he's like, You've been out racing and all this stuff, it's like, this is this is these are conversations that they have with drug addicts usually. <laughs> But Micah, his, he he comes from a broken home, and he he's moved <laughs> all the time, and he's being he's being exiled to Japan. He's he's going through a lot right now, and racing. It just he just gets to race away from it all. Yeah, I guess so. What is he running from? You know, mm. and what is he running towards? <laughs> family, the family he finds. <laughs> okay, looks like someone's been converted. <laughs> so the movie begins. And we're introduced to a new character. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were in the theaters, you'd be like, okay, who's this jabroni? What's going on here? We're in high school? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, we get the classic dynamic of there's a bully from yeah. Home Improvement. And then there's, <laughs> uh, you know, the hot girl. Uh-huh. And then there's kind of like, hey, you have a stupid car. Actually, it's an American muscle car. This thing could rip past you any day of the week. You know, okay, let's race mm-hmm. for the girl. For the girl who you know. very much is like, please race for me. It's my king. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, it's, it's funny when they're when they're they're like picking the fight, and he they're going, you know, let's just race, see who's better. Let's take the cars, and the guy's going, my car's worth eighty grand. Why would I do that? And then she goes, why don't you race for me? Yeah. And then, of course, as we said last episode, it's just like reading Marvel comics. If you call someone a coward, they're going to double down. Because being called a coward is the worst thing you can be called. Except in Marvel comics, you might be called a panty waist, too. Or a milk sop. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Now, you, now, you're getting, now you're fighting words. Matter than Joe Ske getting insulted <laughs> about his pompadour. <laughs> so... I know I blew past, you know, a, a lot there, but I think <laughs> so much to unpack. Just in I mean, that. I mean, unpack, yeah. unpack. Let's go. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, they the first thing I thought of when they started the race was, did they build the set? Because it is a cool set. set. Really, seems insane. Yeah, it's a really neat set to be like, let's go race around the, the cul-de-sac construction is really. Yeah, cool. I just I love so much that. This kind of like bully with the girl you like dynamic lives in both places. You know, like <laughs> Sean has a problem with cars, yes. but it's not his only problem. Like he just keeps yes. hitting on the wrong girls. Um, yes. And I yeah. love that. And I love so much that the the instigator girlfriend, Cindy, is very much just like into the idea of watching her boyfriend beat the shit out of other dudes Mm -hmm. for her sake like that's Mm -hmm. again that's her kink like you kind of go like (laughs) oh she's being treated like an object like no this is 
literally what she is into to the point that she <laughs> eggs him on to like get yeah, into a car crash. Me. I thought you loved <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. I guess I'm going to prom with someone else. Just like <laughs> that is a messy, messy baby who love of the drama. Yeah. I love her. She sucks. <laughs> God, we never see her again, but it's, boy, oh boy, what a stellar. She'll probably like, be in 10 or something probably. like that. Probably. It's just, it was wild to, and I mean, it totally fits her character, where not only are they racing for her, she has to be part of the yes. race. Yeah. Where she is getting whipped around, and at a point it's like, this isn't fun anymore. I'm getting whiplash. And they get into a bad accident. That looked rough. Yeah. I, I do love how when they are racing, though, she just keeps shooting him daggers like, I can't believe you're not winning right now on this really slick dirt road as we're like almost going to die at every turn. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Teenagers with and their like, impulse control. I know. I know. These these 40-year-old teenagers are crazy. <laughs> not really. I'm going to keep going up every time I mention their age. <laughs> these geriatric um, teens. <laughs> I tell you. But this race was like so far in the series, I thought the the coolest looking race to date. Mm -hmm. it, it felt like Justin Lin had a had a good knowledge of how to film this stuff, mm -hmm. and like the 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 cool shot where they're they're driving on the main road, and then Sean goes up this ramp, and they're seeing each other through the unbuilt houses. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it was great. And then he jumps the car and stuff. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm getting into this a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of comes to a screeching halt after that, pun intended. Okay. They get in a wreck. Yeah. yeah. But All Sean of wins, of course. But since he's not a rich kid... He's gonna have to take the fall for all the damage he caused. He's he's I, he's the director stand in in Shibuya. He is. He really is. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> and they tell him he yeah. is. You're taking the fall for this. You're paying the money. You're getting yeah. in trouble. As the the other kids' parents come, hug them, whisk uh, him away, and his mom comes and just immediately starts smoking. And I I love that the the detective is very forthright. And he just says, like, they're too connected, and basically they have too many ties, and, and we can't do anything with them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is how the world works. Hello, it is He's us. a very honest detective. The police. We are corrupt, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. And yeah, we're, yeah. we're very forthright about it. We're just going to so tell you. So you need to know that ahead of time. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his mom's making a lot of eyes at the detective. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I thought there was going to be something more there. I think it just shows that maybe this is kind of a pattern for her because it yeah. does cut to Sean and he's like, Oh brother again, yeah. what's this going to be? Right. And then he's exiled to Japan. Mm -hmm. Meet his dad. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's something. So before <laughs> I saw this movie, before you press play on this movie, I think I asked like, is the, so I know the movie takes place in Japan. Is this a Japanese movie? I asked. Like, uh -huh. is it, like, made in Japan, like, Japan? And you said no. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. And then the movie starts, and I'm like, oh, this movie is a American going to Japan. Oh, did I you? I thought it was, like, all set in Japan. Oh. And, because I have no other basis for anything in this. I knew it was, like, I, so I knew it was not connected to the other movies. And, and it's anthology-like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And therefore, I thought, like, this is just going to take place in Japan the whole time with, like, this new cast of characters in another country. 
Which, I mean, okay, that's yeah. partly true, but I didn't know that, like, some dude had to be forced to go there. Yeah. You, you didn't know that the main character was American. I or didn't. a teen. Which is so, sort of funny. Or, or a teen. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that either. You know, just probably expecting someone to be a cop at some point. Yeah. Because the last two have had... Yeah, there's not really a stuff. cop subplot in this nope, movie. This, this one's too busy is. dealing with the Yakuza, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> way too busy for that. <laughs> so... He gets there, you know, he's a fish out of water, mm-hmm. of course. And, you know, he has to wear slippers in school. Uh, you know, and that's a pretty big deal. I, I will say the staggering difference between like Sean arriving to the school in Arizona being like metal detected and wanted, <laughs> and the imagery <laughs> oh, of yeah. like the children at school like hitting a pinata that's supposed to be their like school's mascots like rival and it's like Mm -hmm. a native american person Mm -hmm. pinata and i'm just like this whole place this whole place is fucked and then you go to japan and his biggest drama is like he doesn't understand he has to take his shoes off to come into class (laughs) like what a fucking difference man (laughs) that's true there is some commentary there i that i didn't even i didn't think about it i just got too excited that we were out of america to see some other some other stuff so i I just was imagining too how stressful would it be you get to a new country that you're living in and you wake up in the morning with a note that says train leaves for school at 7 a.m and it's like where's the train i don't speak this language how am i getting to school that is so stressful i mean his dad's a pretty bad guy well, he's been so absent for so long. Yeah. He forgot how to be a dad. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, he meets Bow Wow, who sells stuff to people. Yep. And he sees that he's got a pretty cool steering yeah. wheel. This mm-hmm. is less like, than a day after Sean has arrived in mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah. Being told. No jet lag. No stay nothing. Stay away from cars. Just stay away from cars. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the only. That's like. There's so much other things. First day of but school, steering wheel. <laughs> Lights out at 10, you know, all that stuff. But then he gets introduced to the Hulk car, mm-hmm. which is a crazy looking car. Yeah, it, it's it has wild. In, uh, or it has indented Hulk fists. Mm-hmm. And feet. Yeah. There's a Hulk on the, the hood. It's a Hulk car. It's fun. I kind of dig the Hulk car. Yeah. And you know what? At this time, Universal would have had rights to the Hulk, so that makes sense. Okay. Very cool. If we want to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Uh, so. I think Bow Wow is having so much fun in this movie. And he's I, good. It's, I love to see mm-hmm. him. Does he return? Do you really want me to say? Well, not with the way you just slowed down your words yeah. like that. No, because Do- maybe. Because <laughs> I can tell you. I I I've seen all of the movies. I could confirm or deny the presence of Bow Wow. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You made the right yeah. call. You made the right call. Thank you just, for keeping you us know honest. What? I just want to make sure that like you get the fairest like shake at this <laughs> franchise. Yeah. All, wa- also, while saying <laughs> I love this film franchise very much. Cool. Okay. This is very difficult. I feel so stressed. (laughs) You probably feel a little bit like a outsider, but I don't remember the word that they used. A gaijin. Gaijin. Yeah. But really, we're the gaijin because we don't know what this is about. (laughs) Oh, 
we're saying things like this is cool this is weird i don't know what about this yeah. and rachel's just like they have no idea <laughs> yeah. again this movie very <laughs> grounded in comparison okay. to what's coming really low key now, okay f- discovering that this movie takes place in the future yes. like 2013 right is the is the year that this takes place oh how do you know that well i did see something when i was looking stuff yeah so oh, okay. and it's like it's just funny that for some reason japan a famously techie country using those old phones in 2013 yeah so desperately behind obviously they did not they did not yeah. plan that, you of can, course. I you understand. You can also that. tell, like, but it's very based funny. on the fashion, you know. Again, mm-hmm. like, this was obviously not meant to be part of a 10-plus yeah, yeah. movie franchise before it's over. So, like, you kind of got to just be cool and fine when you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this was very much a movie it's set in 2006, but we also yeah. need it to not be that later. So, <laughs> yeah. sorry. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean sees a girl, and he he his his jaw drops to the floor, his eyes pop out of his skull, and he goes, "Whoa, Yep, yep. And uh, he's talking to the girl, and him and um that one guy, DK, DK. They have like a standoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and real close. I mean, there's so much sexual tension <laughs> between these men. <laughs> it's just, I just was kind of, I was just yelling like, "Kiss, just kiss, let's just do it yeah. now." It's, it's crazy. I mean, so far that has become a staple. I think. Yeah. That it's like all the men kind of love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for it's sure. It's Lord of the Rings so, with cars. <laughs> the men love each other. The women are cool. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. But, like, truly, this is... They, they end up with the guy, yeah, but, but this is about... Don't worry. ...the establishment of, like, brotherhoods with, like, grown men. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> couldn't have been said... Couldn't have been said better. No. No. And that's why... That's why Rachel's here. Yeah. To, 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 um, to barely to get to explain better. this franchise to you <laughs> and just sit here and know what I know. I love it. <laughs> have to stand you- in both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one note I said, and and please confirm or deny this. This is one hundred percent what brought drifting into like the public consciousness, yes. right? Like th- this was not as popular. This wasn't as well known until this movie came out. Because th- this then became like you know you'd be walking in high school or something, and you'd hear someone be like. Did you hear that on Saturday people were like drifting in the parking lot of the school? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and people yeah. are like, "Yeah, I actually know how to drift." Yeah. So that became I mean, I don't know if you got that in your circles, but the circles I was in, I definitely I didn't, heard that. I did, but I believe it. Yeah. And everyone thinking that it's very cool cuz I mean, it looks awesome in this movie. I know it from for me since I hadn't seen this movie, drifting came from Mario Kart. For me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you got it early. I guess. But then it became like a cool macho thing to be into. You know, I think that's. Yes. I remember that sort of like cultural zeitgeist toward drifting. I think a lot of like. Yeah. Like comedy satire was also like poking fun at this, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then Sean and uh, DK have a race. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And, and he's DK for Drift, Drift King. King. Yes. Also Drift known King. as Takashi. Yes. It's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally missed it's that. It's fine. I've, um, <laughs> I've watched this movie multiple times now. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this race. And this is another, I will say this is a great scene. I like this scene a lot. Where they're, they're you know, racing for the girl. And, and Sean gets in the car and Bow Wow says, hey, you're going to need to know how to drift. Yeah. And he's like, what's drifting? Yeah. Can you give me a 30-second explanation of drifting? And the guy's like, use the e-brake. Pretty much. <laughs> and he's like, you'll have to figure it out. Yeah. And then <laughs> a real, what a happens real now. dad move, huh, Bow Wow? <laughs> you have to figure it out. It's your own thing now. So they are like, okay, we're going to race through this garage. And Sean, of course, doesn't know how to do it. And he's like slamming into walls. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this stuff is shot really well. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Like when he's slamming into stuff, it's like, oh. He's slamming into other cars. And I'm just thinking like the price tag just keeps going up throughout this race. And it's stressing mm-hmm. me out. It's it's nuts. And then the uh, DK gets like to the top. And I love this s- spot. He he drifts 180 and then he just sits there and waits. Mm-hmm. For him to catch up. And then once he catches up, he continues the race, drifts up a um, spiral driveway Mm -hmm. to the top. Mm -hmm. Freaking cool. Pulls in. Just completely wrecks him. And it's like so many seconds behind. Sean pulls up. I love in this movie that it is so hard for our main character to figure it out. The whole movie. Like, it's showing, like, this is hard. You don't just, like, do it once, and then that's like, oh, that's how yeah, you do it. Yeah, except you totally yeah. do, because Neela can do it from being a child. That's true. <laughs> it is. It's in her. It is <laughs> equally parts incredibly difficult and also just, like, instinctive. You know, I love yes. it. I love that children <laughs> yes, can do so it, true. but Sean cannot. No. you're right you're right hey if you grow up in the culture though you just we just we discovered it on the mountains (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say that scene i know she it was a big scene for her to explain herself i was just so bored (laughs) it was just like such a screeching hall of and sometimes for me when I'm watching a movie, it's I, I need to pay a little bit more attention to those times because that's character yeah. development. That's but important. me and Brian did but, it, so we got to do it again. We got to do like the weird yeah. driving yeah. date. Yes, exactly. Stable, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that scene was. I like the music. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been funny so far. Like just hearing these characters, and and I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna be holding on to your seat again with what I'm gonna say, because I'm sure this happens in the rest of the yeah. movies, but it's just so funny, like, they all have these defining events that have to do with cars, and it's just the silliest thing in the world. All the stories that they tell are, like, the funniest, stupidest <laughs> thing. Cars <laughs> and are I know so that this important. is just the They're beginning. They're so important. These <laughs> cars so important. are so important. Every second, these cars... <laughs> And cross necklaces are so important. (laughs) (laughs) And so I know that there's going to be a lot more of that. And and I look forward to them leaning into it more and being a little more self-aware of it. Because I'm I'm assuming that they're going to get to a point where it's like, we know this is cheesy and funny. What's your car story? Yeah. With a new character. (laughs) Tell us your car story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also just funny watching these movies and knowing nothing about cars at all and just being like i guess this is important to people i guess yeah (laughs) where i'm the guy where when i hear someone peel out i'm just like yeah 
get off of our street if you're going to drive fast. I'm like an old man. I want to like shake my cane and outside. Yeah, here we are watching these movies. Yep. I mean, this is the only acceptable screeching is when you're watching a movie, in my opinion. So here we are. Um, and and because Sean messed up this guy's car, Han's mm-hmm. car, we didn't yeah, mention he, that. Han uh, lent a car so Sean could race yeah. Takashi, Han's friend. Yes. yes. And so now Han is basically in debt to him. Mm-hmm. And, or, no, Sean, Sean is has Sean. Han. Again, very much the same like fast one premise of you owe me a 10 second car, but this time we're doing yes, with yes, Sean. Yes. Oh, right. Han. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. This is crazy. <laughs> and no so idea? he's going to help with. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I thought it was. I do still contend that I think they went full crazy in two. When they pulled out those propulsion guns and started shooting them, the cops had these like propulsion yep. electromagnetic pulse guns. I was like, okay, this I series is already just, insane. That's like a, a little window in yeah, what's that's, to come. That's yeah, that's another one of those like, ooh, Katamari ball, plucked it, got it. Okay, going. <laughs> so anyway, Han uh, uh, is taking him on pickups. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like he goes into a spa and there's this very large man that he has to get a pickup from and he says a word in Japanese that I think offends him because Han's kind of playing a prank on him that slash getting money from mm-hmm. the guy that owes him and he gets thrown outside not before he gets a chance to put on all of his clothes and then he throws him <laughs> yes, outside and so now he's working mm-hmm. for him and then we learn this very crucial fact uh, this is a car story you know kind of thing where Han's like don't like to race i would only race if it's something really really important mm-hmm. so that's kind of his very pure modus operandi i guess yeah yep that's and then that's all we there is about... to Han. don't worry that's it <laughs> <laughs> well he's dead and so i'm assuming there's no way that he is in the franchise ever again even though we've already confirmed that he is yep. in multiple Definitely ways so just like uh, a car as, blew up. A, everything he's done. is as it seems in this movie, for sure. It's all final. Now, now, without giving any uh, too okay. much away, I feel like I've already given too much away. But. <laughs> is is exploding cars with people in them the same as falling off of stuff in Star Wars? Is where it means if someone falls off a cliff via whether it be Boba mm-hmm. Fett, uh, the Emperor, or um, I think there's uh, Darth Vader. I mean, Darth mm-hmm. Maul, those characters always survive huge falls. Is exploding cars kind of the same deal in Fast and Furious? Car explodes, never assume the person's dead. I would say dead. just a general like movie assumption. If there is no body, then there is no death. Well, yes, you of know, course. Like, in, yes. Until you see them cold on the slab, assume nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. Okay. So Sean's dad is working on a car. A muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the muscle cars, man. And I'm glad I'm glad Vin Diesel drives a muscle car because I I think the cars in this movie look pretty cool, but the cars in Fast Two look I don't like those cars mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. The like Mitsubishi stuff, I just don't think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. That's a preference. But those types of cars, they're just not my thing. I like that. I like, like the that. muscle car. You like American made? I like American yeah. made. Although we own a Toyota and I love that car. <laughs> but it's a van. And we used to have American made and it sucked. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't. I will never buy an American car in my life. <laughs> the best car again. is the car you build yourself. Very true. Yes. 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 
So dad's working on a car, so you see it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and that's when he says the, the <laughs> Japanese saying of like, the nail that's yeah. sticking out is the one that's going to get hit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. And then, you know, one thing that I couldn't quite wrap my head around is how he's... So Sean is like 17 in yes. this movie? They, yeah, because they say he's underage. And we can assume that... Um, what's what's her name? Leela? Neela. Neela. Um, she's got to be yeah. underage. And she's just with these... Uh, Old old mm-hmm. guys. I mean, well, they I mean, are so criminals. Is, so is yeah. he. But I, the, the thing yeah. is, like, I don't know how... You can't think about that part yeah, in those Yeah, I don't movies. know how old Takashi, a.k.a. DK, is supposed to be, but it's pretty troubling when f- your your first blush of introduction to DK is Han just being like, gonna keep dating high school girls? Like, what's your deal, man? <laughs> like, yeah. grow up. I I have two... They keep getting I, older, and I stay the same Absolutely age. terrifying. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, th- yeah, I keep getting no, older, they stay and the they same stay age. the same age. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. like, they don't... I, I would like to give the good faith read that maybe Takashi is, like, 19, maybe 20. You know, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Not yeah, 30. Definitely not of a, of a similar age as, like, Han or, you know, the other uh-huh. like adults in this sphere. <laughs> um, but still, I hate it. <laughs> it also yeah, seems yeah. like she's a family friend. So, yuck. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's strange. And, like... At no point she she seems ashamed yeah, of him. Yeah, she seems to really hate <laughs> yeah, I mean, being this... in a relationship with this guy. <laughs> yes, because whenever she's with like Sean, it's like you're cute. I'm all <laughs> smiley around you, and then DK shows up and she's like looking at Sean like save yeah. me yeah. from this relationship. That's what it feels Which, like. I mean, it does seem like a predatory bad relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially that's true. when he threatens that later in the her movie. later. Yeah, in the movie. That's a good point. Yeah, like he he beats um, the shit out of any anyone who like talks to her, and she is yeah. absolutely yeah. miserable about it. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's underage, and she's uh, <laughs> underage, and this the- situation is not her kink. Unlike Cindy, whose whole situation... No, 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 no. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, We also find out pretty soon here the real reason that Han drifts. And it's it's to drift around girls in cars and get their phone numbers. Because it's cool. That's why he drifts. And you will never feel sad about that, ever. Definitely... I'm gonna You're feel sad about that. Feel sad <laughs> about any of this movie in retrospect. Oh no! This, I cannot explain how wild rewatching this movie after knowing everything that uh-huh. happens. I spent what? half of this movie just being like, "Oh, this hits different, doesn't it?" Oh yeah. no! That, that literally, I can't even. Re- begin to understand what you're yep, even talking but you will. about. But you will. But you will. I'm feeling a little bit of excitement and a little bit of dread at the same time in what's yep. to come. Yeah. I, I can't tell if once we stop recording, if you're going to be like, wow, I was really glad I was on that. Or if you're going to be like, I wish I could have talked about the movie. <laughs> no, we can't. I just, in the overarching all of it, like yeah. this yes, movie yeah. is to 
the Fast and Furious franchise, what like Thor 2 ends up being for like the MCU, where you're just like, a lot of important things were here and they didn't realize it, but like we've got some tools to play with going forward. Good analogy. Yeah. Okay. So oh, interesting. like, yeah. you can watch this movie and you're like, eh, it's fine. It's cool. But then you watch it after having experienced everything that like is around it you're just like this is a different movie now i guess mm -hmm. and i can't even explain why <laughs> because it's too that's interesting <laughs> okay okay so it's the thor of the dark world the movie nobody likes and nobody watches but it's it, it, vitally yeah, important it definitely for some has reason. like importance within <laughs> well, the franchise brought about where you're where the film series is like we gotta fold this in so let's figure it out <laughs> i just can't I imagine i can't and imagine i feel bad that i'm telling you because i really want you to well, i think you're this. doing a great job you you really are you yeah. really are and it, it's just so funny because again we we have this very specific lens and i think this is why i think that this series is going to be a fun listen for people because of this weird specific lens yeah. we have but it just knowing where it heads, like like knowing knowing that an off movie in a Marvel universe which deals with gods and people with superheroes uh, powers and stuff like that, I can I can wrap my head around that. But you telling me like normal people driving around, drifting cars, uh, drifting to get phone numbers is gonna be like an Infinity Stone style. Like there was an Infinity Stone in that scene, and you didn't know it. <laughs> I don't understand how that's possible when we're dealing with, quote, yeah, real because, people that again, live in a, a real this world. This movie, okay. on its own, <laughs> is an incredibly grounded movie in comparison to where we're going. <laughs> this movie, tame. <laughs> this movie, simple. None. This movie, in a bubble of its own making, of just like, this is about underground racing in Tokyo. Whereas the next ones are just like, this is so much world ending stakes are coming. Yeah. Well, what you're doing, and I, I, I applaud you for this, but we, as this movie progressed, both of us were getting like kind of antsy and kind of like, maybe this is just really not for us. And yeah. we're just going to go through this and not like this series and just be those annoying people who are like, sorry to ruin your enjoyment, but we don't like these. Yeah. Um, but you, I, I, even before recording, I'm like, how are we going to get through this? We're talking about this movie. I don't like it's worse. Oh, for three for me so far. But then you are making me kind of like, okay, I'm excited to watch for yeah, Like <laughs> You're just, you're still giving us hope. You're giving us hope, yeah, Rachel. Again, like this movie franchise serves as a transitional lens to look at where pop culture is going. Like this <laughs> this franchise is very aware of the outside influences of cinema. So like when when I'm saying uh -huh. like it is getting into like world-ending stakes, it's because it is in in compatriotism with the MCU and it is moving toward mm -hmm. willingly stepping up to be like, we want to have stakes on that level, but we want to be a found mm -hmm. family of car people, you know, like it, mm -hmm. 
it's definitely going to noticeably represent the time in which it is being made, which I find especially funny because Tokyo Drift is doing that. But then like it can't anymore because it now needs to fit into the larger picture. The time dilation <laughs> yeah. of this movie is amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you I will feel see, like like things about this movie will make you very sad. And other things about this yeah. movie will be like, what the f and that was happening. The whole <laughs> over off screen and that was happening. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna cause uh, to a peek behind the curtain, when we record at home, just the two of us, it's very easy to edit because I take notes as we go, like, oh, edit this spot. There's a lot of silence or whatever. But when we have guests, I always pull it in there and I listen through the entire episode and edit everything. So I'm going to have listened to all of this again by the time this comes out. Then by the time the episodes release, I don't necessarily listen to them. I've heard myself talk. I know what I said. I'm not interested in hearing them again, except for maybe a year down the road because mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. I have a feeling... That once we have watched all of these movies, <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, okay, I got to listen to yeah. three again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get that. Just to listen yeah. to you. Because then I'll, I'll hear all the gonna, breadcrumbs you led for us. You're going to hear what I'm talking about without talking about it. Yeah. Suddenly you're going to be like, oh. 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 Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad you chose this movie. This is so weird. Yeah. This is, this is real. This is like having to talk about like, Endgame without talking about Endgame because the person you're talking to about it has only seen Infinity War and you're just like I yeah, yeah, can't yeah, yeah. like yeah. there's so much context that they're going to start bringing that's going to change the landscape of this film for you to the point that I'm like looking at like the Han car crash moment and being like I know too much I've seen too much. <laughs> this doesn't mean the same thing anymore. Like this is a very good oh, example man. of like media stays the same, but your experience of it changes. Like watching this movie now yeah. versus watching uh-huh. this movie is sort of like the funny entry point of like, I want to watch the weird car movies. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, that was a very weird car movie and watching it now and being like, Oh, Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, and then new meaning. And like these absolutely wild stakes where you could just sit here and be like, they got to go to space at some point and just be like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like that is like you saying that is very well within a feasible option and no one's uh-huh. gonna giggle yeah Crazy. so again this movie <laughs> it, it wow it actually to extend your your marvel uh thought it to from my perspective it feels like we are talking about the first avengers movie and you're like oh but don't worry ant-man's gonna save the day in endgame and i'm like what are yeah. you talking about ant-man yeah I don't even know what what we're t- what we're yeah. talking and, about here. And at some Endgame, point, that's like, how it feels to me. Alerts for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. At some point, Captain <laughs> America is just going to be over his own ass. He's just going to be like jaded about his own <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's let's get back to this. Imagine so that. Sean. <laughs> Sean starts training in the mountains with yes. Han. Yeah. This sequence is good. Yeah. I love a I good like training it. sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and 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 you know we're just seeing him fail at drifting and no, then slowly he, get better at drifting. He eventually at this point he like leaves his yeah. dad. He's like living. He with goes these to move now. into right. the garage that's also like two clubs, one club for models yes. only. You know. Yes. What oh, a fan because yeah. <laughs> you're so yep. busy like just trying to conceptualize what's going on on screen that I just had to stop and go, wait, Han walked through a club, then another club to get to the garage where there's a front entrance Mm -hmm. to the garage. But we just decided to go to the club, to the hall, to the club, to the garage path (laughs) just to show it off, you know? Yes. Never forget every time they're in a garage, just off screen, (laughs) club full of models. And and this in the second club, <laughs> Bow Wow says something like, "Hang out with me because models get tired of guys coming after them all the time. No, and they want no, the no. funny guy or something." No, yeah, okay. go, go yeah, ahead. I, you, I got you got this. You got this. The men of Japan are too shy <laughs> to talk to these models. Yes, in an interesting way. Follow me. Yes. I'm small. I'm I'm a short king and a funny one at that. I'll the babes will be eaten out of your hands, even though I think many of them are lesbians because there's what there's a couple just like making, making out, out, you yeah. know, and like are not bothered to to stop in the presence of Han. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool. We're fine. We're gonna go share our little sleeping pod that's in the garage. <laughs> It, yes. It's also it's funny. It, it, it's a great trope in just movies when some like Bow Wow is a good looking guy, mm-hmm. and it's just funny when someone's like, "Yeah, I know that it doesn't make sense that models are around me, but I'm funny. That's why they're around me." And I'm like, "No, you're pretty cool, and you're a good looking guy." Yeah, that, it's not the humor that's necessarily. Also, you bringing have them a lot of you. money from selling electronics and shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like around this driving scene. There's a whole lot of reasons besides humor and you haven't been very funny. So I, I don't know why that's that's what you've yeah, landed it's, on. It's that's what the story calls. It's the for. movie commenting on the inherent humor of Bow Wow being an actor yes. after having been a rapper Lil Bow Wow. It is less that yes. yeah. Twinkie himself is funny. It's more we the audience think it is funny to see Bow Wow make a transition to an <laughs> yeah. actor. Yes. Oh yeah, and I we we have neglected to mention that his name yes. is Twinkie, but they call yes. him Twink. Yes, they do. <laughs> they call I him Twink throughout that. the movie. Oh, which was just an observation uh-huh. <laughs> and weird. Also, yeah. <laughs> straightest Twink I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, there's he's, so he's, many layers. There's I'm so just, many layers I'm to just this. Thinking <laughs> about Bow Wow and his contributions to this franchise <laughs> oh she said contributions mm-hmm. there was a there was a plural s there was there i don't know oh crap <laughs> i'll have to go yeah. back and check <laughs> hey hello from you uh having watched this whole franchise i know you're listening you get it right <laughs> like can you believe how many words i have not said and have said so much <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to like write a list of words that I specifically didn't say to give you to be like, oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Audience, I, I hope you're enjoying the mass confusion that Jordan and I are both confused, uh, uh, experiencing right now. I was confused before we started yeah. this podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. More confused now. Yeah. 
Are you are you with yeah, me on that, it's Jordan? Movie three, and I still don't get it. Yeah. Now I okay. So I have another question yes. for you, Rachel. And and you can be honest, okay? Mm-hmm. I can take it. In all three of these movies, about halfway through, I, I'd like to think I'm a smart film monger. I'd like to, but we all think we're smart at everything. So, um, about halfway through each movie, I get really lost on the plot and okay. the dialogue. Yes. Is this normal for the first three movies? I think this is normal okay. for cool. the franchise. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel better. Because I think in this club scene, I hit a brick wall where I was like, what are we even doing here? I'm confused. We just, again, Sean finds underground racing in a day as a (laughs) high school student in in Japan. Um, Mm -hmm. A foreigner just just stumbles upon the cars. That's, <laughs> like, it's fine. We just got to get to the cars. It's cool. Like, we're going to put some big stakes around the cars, but we just want to get to the cars. Like, it's, okay. <laughs> we're going to save the world with cars. It's like the flash and running fast. What's the answer? We get in our cars and we do the thing. We we do the apology and then we race our cars. Vin okay. Diesel and, okay. and, 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 uh. Uh, uh, Dominic and Brian become friends racing the cars. <laughs> it's the cars. It's, it's that the, it's simple. The cars. Okay. Just, it's fine. It's, it's the, the cars, cars and then just like fun shit they want to do with cars. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm... <gasps> this is very difficult. Yeah, I, I, just... <laughs> I, I just got such a I, the, the, the club scene and kind of till the end of the movie, I just was like, I, it's like I had reached a mental load of understanding what dial, what what words they were saying. Yeah, I think me too. I was just like, okay, yeah, it, uh, it don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. Han is hanging out with a, a young member of the yakuza, and he's also stealing money because he can he can steal the money and get away with it without notice until the uncle comes in. But don't worry, the uncle is unreasonable and murders Han, but he's just going to forgive Sean, who walks into his intrudes his yes. dinner with his family to be like, "I I fucked up." Like none yeah. of yeah. this makes sense. Dad letting no. letting son go away to go deal with the Yakuza is a choice that this movie wholeheartedly makes. Yes. Yep. Speaking of the, the, the Yakuza boss, it is played by the same actor who is, you know, a, a, a Kung Fu legend. Or I don't know if it's Kung Fu, but, um, you know, like the martial arts mm-hmm. uh, cinema. And he's H- Hattori Hanzo mm-hmm. in the Kill Bill movies. Yeah, that was fun. To see and him. when he walked in, I was just like, who is this guy? Those eyes are so distinct. Who is? Uh, and I had to look him up because I had forgotten. And it's mm-hmm. Hattori Hanzo. Very cool. I love that guy. He's got such piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love him. Good. He takes up the space. Good. You know, I love that. Like, you, he, he does. Just he really yeah. does. The scene. Mm-hmm. He's got a cute little white suit that he wears with yep. a cute little white hat. Yeah. Love it. I mean, I hope, I hope, and I'm, sh- I'm guessing he's not. But I hope he's in a future movie. I'm just gonna say that. But I'm not. I'm trying not to look at Rachel so that I don't get. Well, she wouldn't have told me anyway. She's doing yeah. a good job. <laughs> there are bigger fish uh, that I'm keeping under with- my hat. So <laughs> more things right, right, right. <laughs> um, 
I mean, so he yeah. learns how to drift. Learns how to drift. Should we just get to the final racing? Sure. We've kind of danced around. Is yeah, that is that okay? Like, what, what Han's dead. We're there? sad. All the cars are gone. They got to build a new car to race because, like, this is how he's going to be free of the Yakuza by apologizing and mm-hmm. doing a race good. Then it's like race time. DK, Sean, down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Cool scene. Cool scene. It was fun. Uh, kind of crazy. There, there's a few moments that are that are a little like. There was a moment. You were like totally unplugged in this movie, Jordan. At at this point, yeah. And then there was a moment where you went, <gasps> and I, th- I think it was when the tire was screeching over I think it was. the yeah, edge of the mountain. Yeah, and when the shot is straight down, when, where you're just like, if he falls off, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, that got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when DK goes off the mountain, and then you know Sean's still going, and he goes around a turn, and the car is still falling mm-hmm. down the mountain. Yeah. Wild. And then that he, was great. And then he I did really around like that. the car as it falls. Yes. Again, a little so bit like, I'm going to pluck that for the series going forward. Just weird, cool things to do in a car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, like you like, said. Well, like at the beginning of the movie, and here we are at the end, he wins the race and gets the girl. Yes. So he, he does what he set out to do in the yes. beginning of this movie. And then, and then we have that moment. I, I know we just blew past the biggest part of the movie, but we have the moment where we see Vin Diesel and Jordan and I got so excited because and it as was crazy. we're watching the big race scene, we were talking about how much we wanted Vin Diesel, and then we got him. And I just never thought that I would go into a movie in my lifetime until this moment. I've never thought, oh man, I wish Vin Diesel was in this. I never thought that'd be a sentence I'd say. Right. And now. Now I'm already like, well, Hobbs and Shaw can't be good because Vin Diesel's not in it. Right. That's already what my opinion is, and I haven't even seen the movie. <laughs> so It's definitely different, but I'm not going to say it's not good because you do have, like, The Rock and Jason The Rock Statham, and Statham, like, yeah. Just, like, broing to the broest degree, it's it's really <laughs> fun. Yeah. It's different, but it's it's still fun. Yeah. Like it's kind of hard to not have fun in this universe with well, those it, actors. Like we've yeah. established some yeah. like very weird fun things going forward. Well, and and one thing that I've neglected to mention in the other two movies that I think is pretty admirable and cool, at least from what I can tell from my perspective. Uh in all three of these movies, is they do have an incredibly diverse cast. Yeah. And that's kind of exciting, especially like early 2000s. Like yeah. hiring a lot of diverse actors is pretty, pretty cool. I mean, we should be way further yeah. ahead. Yeah. Progress-wise in that regard. But it's like this, this series feels a lot more balanced than mm-hmm. franchises like today yeah. even. Mm-hmm. And- but please so, never forget like that, that this very fun cast of characters did start out stealing VCR players and TVs. Yeah. DVD, D- players, DVD yes, players, stealing, yes. That's why I was yes. on DVD, because they were stealing DVD players. Uh, they started out uh, <laughs> yeah. stealing DVD players. Just please carry that with you for the rest of this. Thank yes, you. Yes, we will. We will. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the great reminder that when, we will never forget. Shit, it's at the end of the day. Ultron, it's about remember, that format. It started as breaking up a ring of DVD thieves. Oh man, I can't even. It's so I am oh. like I it's probably not a great trait in me. I just get so done so fast with uh-huh. things 
And so in this movie, third one, it's just like, yeah. I don't get it. Sure, the cars are cool. The racing's cool. Everything else, I am so bored. Yeah. And I can't imagine, but I know, because I've heard nothing but it's crazy, crazy, crazy mm-hmm. cool. So I, I know that, but I am yeah, so the, done. This, the, the moment that this movie series, which is coming really soon, when it realizes that it just needs to hang out with Vin and the car boys doing fun car-based mm-hmm. adventures, that's when it's really like where it needs to be. Like it's still figuring out yes. that yeah. the cars yes. are fun. The rest we're we're working on it. You know, I feel like these three movies are handing you the items that you'll need in your basket for the journey through the woods. You know, like these it, it takes definitely <laughs> too long to get where it needs to go, but like you will be grateful for these like less than amazing movies to give yes. you the context of how to get where you're going. Yeah. I trust you. Yes, yeah. we do like, trust again, you. Again, this movie yes. very grounded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I've said my piece on this movie, I think. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you do? Either of you have more you wanna you wanna discuss I about this? Absolutely don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I what about feel you, like Rachel? this movie is very hard to approach uh, from the position yeah. of completionist of the series because there's literally oh, so many moments where I'm thinking about this in the context of the rest of the franchise and like what choices are made to fold this one back in. (laughs) You know, the other ones have it a little bit easier because it's like, yeah, it's Vin, it's Brian, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's their friendship continued and growing and changing. Whereas this one, because Han is such a well-loved character and is now established as a member Uh of the crew, like we're going to have to do some work to get him slotted in as part of like the family so yeah this one's a real weird one uh for a lot of reasons but i love i love it i think it's so much fun it's Mm -hmm. just a dumb anime and i'm here for it (laughs) it's definitely the best one so far without a doubt i like the first one a lot more you think so i i think this is an actual this is a better movie I, I the think the two. the racing is shot better. Like the, like it feels like we're on the cusp of oh this this is how cool it could look. Yeah, that's how I feel about but this. I just think the Vin. I, I I really need him in this in this movie, yeah. in in these movies at least from the three we've watched because it's like oh I'm hurting to see Dominic Toretto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't I cannot believe these words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I've always been <laughs> this far into our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well. If that's it, yes, Rachel. Oh what my you got gosh! To plug? Where can oh the people my. find you? Um, if you want to hear me like dig into things uh, related to franchises, specifically those of the uh, comic book adaptation variety, um, I have a weekly hmm. podcast called the Infinity Podcast. Uh, my co-host Scott and I uh, just we're we're into Peacemaker right now as of recording. Um, what we a started delight. it last night. Um, we watched the first what episode. A, what a fun, yeah. weird romp. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's uh, that drops every Monday on your your pod catchers. Um, and I also have an interview series podcast uh, called Screen Snark, um, which the macaws have have guested on in previous uh, uh, versions. Uh, and that premieres every other Monday. Uh, I often I often yes. have a double pod Monday. So uh, g- come along. Yes. Uh, follow me uh, on my socials at I am Rachel Quirky and you will see what 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 weird franchise shit I'm into at the time. Right now it is most <laughs> definitely pro wrestling. So yeah. Wow. Fell nice. hard into it. Cool. And and this this franchise wow. is pro wrestling with cars. Yeah. Well definitely. they they do yeah, have the physique they, for they it. They have that's signature for sure. moves yeah. and everything. Love okay. it. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> um, as far as we go, you can find us at patreon.com slash Micah Macaw, and you can get music and videos. And um, I think on Patreon, we're either covering speed mm-hmm. or if this comes out in March, I just can't remember. I don't have the calendar in front of me. We're covering the new Batman movie, okay. which I'm so apprehensive about that movie. But we'll talk about that on Patreon, and that's the only way you can hear about it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, what a temptation. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening, yeah, thank you. everyone. Well, thank you for being Oh my gosh, being thank you for, for yes, including thank you. me in... Oh, we had I, to. I do want to come back and like talk to you about the whole franchise. like Because I do I do want to hear if if anything that I have said was discovered or, or understood or recontextualized because there's so much I couldn't say today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to do a little tiny, a little yeah, mini so. Sure. Maybe we'll have to yeah, do that. I once mean, we I'm finish. definitely going to listen to the journey that you take from here on out, um, <laughs> because it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna. So I will mm-hmm. I will be there. Okay. But I I I do want to like just DM me about it. Like really, I just I'm really yeah. okay. I'm yeah. Okay. Emotionally connected to will... both of your journeys yeah. through this franchise. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, as we go along and discover things, I will send you a message on good old Twitter and say, okay, we've, we've put this part of the puzzle together or whatever. En- enjoy so, the rock. Thank you for coming on. Camp. Enjoy the soap of this whole dumb four wheeled <laughs> saga. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, next episode, it's Fast and Furious. Straight up. No the. No way. All right. See ya, everybody. Bye. It's like the only thing they talk about in these movies.